Welcome back, everyone, to episode nine of Everywhere We Go. Um, wherever you're listening in the world, big shout out especially to all the Australian listeners, guys. Yes. They're keeping us afloat right now. G'day, mate. <laughs> um, g'day, g'day, boys. Uh, I'm joined by the one and only Henry John. Hi, Will. How you doing, bro? Really good, mate. All good? In the midst of exam periods right now, but yeah. nothing stops me coming on the pod. <laughs> to the pod. Also, Charles Orchard is here. Will, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm really good. All the better good for seeing you. And we've got Reese Jones on the podcast. Hello, William. How are we this evening? I'm good. It's been a while since you've been on, Reese. It has been a while, yes, yes, I'm back. Well, welcome back. And kicking off this week, guys, we've got Arsenal against West Ham. This is only the beginning. Will, resident Arsenal fan. I am London indeed. Derby against the Cockney boys. Mm. What are you thinking? I'm very confident, to be honest, Charles. Um, yeah. Off the back of two brilliant results from Arsenal, um, beating Chelsea and United in one week is not something that ever happens to Arsenal. So um, I'm very confident, especially because um, West Ham have got no true centre-backs fit. True. Which is great to see for us. But I'm wondering, um, considering West Ham kept Chelsea out for 90 plus four minutes or whatever it was, I'm wondering whether they, you know, they can still defend right now. Depends what their approach is to the game. I think against us, they were very much had one eye on the Frankfurt fixture, which is tonight at the time of recording. So yeah. I think they'll probably do a similar thing. They'll just sit back, just deploy that mid block, which Moyes, mm. which Moyes coaches so well, see if they can grind out a draw. Luckily enough for Arsenal, Saka is in full training. Obviously, he went off the United game uh, with an injury, but he is back in full training. Uh, Tommy Asu's back, Charles. I got rid of him two weeks ago. I'd had enough. I, I remember know. saying on a previous episode, I'd had enough with him. So it just means he's going to start, doesn't yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Immediately. Is there any point in uh, trading Tavares in, Will? I don't. Um, I wa- I worry about him defensively, but he will start the rest of the season. So I don't see why not. If you've got a spot, they're obviously worse. Uh, they're definitely worse players you can get in right now. I mean, you've got Leeds, Newcastle, and Everton in your final four as well. Love that teams that really aren't free-flowing mm. as well, so maybe yeah. try and trade... And uh, poor defensively, so Tavares could go say, forward. Like Leeds and Newcastle especially, they're going to avoid the drop. They won't be playing for their lives. And Everton are just so poor in quality. Yeah. I'm not sure about Leeds avoiding the drop. What was they five points? Everton yeah, game in hand? There. Four points they are. Yeah. Is it four? But one player to keep an eye on, Reese, Jared Bowen. Yeah, well, I need a goal from him. I'm struggling down the bottom <laughs> still. Uh, and he's dried up in recent weeks, so yeah. I need him to start firing only, again for me. He only played like 17 minutes against Chelsea. Yeah, well, he's been coming back from injury. I, yeah. And I, I do think as well that West Ham at this point are just prioritising Europe League because mm. that's their best bet to get into the Champions League. So, Yeah, exactly. Why not? Well, I'm going to pose you a question. I'm a Martinelli owner. Mm. He's been frustrating me in recent weeks. He doesn't right. seem to start anymore. Yeah. Can you shed some light on this, please? So, was it kind of figuring out starting ESR ahead of him and then bringing on Martinelli's more... Um, effective. Yes, he's sort of switched roles with Smith Rowe in recent yeah. weeks. Yeah, again, I've said it before on the podcast. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts this game as like either. I think he's a more, maybe more dynamic player in some ways than Smith Rowe. Mm. It's also, a luxury. Surely, Enketi is an automatic picker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been, he he'll have been picked up in every league surely by now. I mean, if he is knocking about, pick him up definitely. Yeah. But uh, I think that was, I think that was last week's news, Henry. I really oh, I, I didn't happen to listen to <laughs> Too it, busy an exam for you, really. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, true. Arsenal have got a double game week next week, as we uh, mentioned against Leeds and Spurs. So if you can pick up Tavares or Nketiah if he's about, definitely do so. Uh, next, let's go to Spurs against Leicester. Without the resident Spurs fan, Dan, <laughs> in the house. Don't talk to me. 
Um, <laughs> Reese, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, I do, I do. I'm not the Spurs fan, obviously, but uh, I do think they'll bounce back in this yeah. game, and I do think, it, well, I'm predicting a 2 0 to Spurs. Mm. I mean, they were pretty bland and dire away at uh, Brentford, yeah. and that's cost them, obviously, with Arsenal getting these two important wins. Big fight for the top four, and obviously, Sky are going to be pushing for this. Lovely battle midweek in May mm. uh, for the North London derby, but I I think obviously Leicester playing tonight, yeah. and I think Sunday's massive. And Harry Kane has said, mm. you know, he's dried up in the goals, but he's getting the assists. Yeah. I think Spurs will get the win and get them back in the top four contention. Their drop in form has coincided with Doherty's injury. Mm. They seem to have really nailed that wing back system, but an injury to Doherty has sort of sobered that attacking threat on the wing. Yeah. Quick shout out, Sessegnon. He started the last game what's going on with that Dan said Reggion was a permanent starter <laughs> to the end of the season shows how much fair, of a Young had he... that really good period do you remember he yeah. picks up a couple of assists against Leeds away yeah. and then he got injured mm-hmm. so, so so perhaps he is just naturally coming back into the team perhaps he is first choice. or has Reggion picked up a knock but Sessegnon I think is a, uh, a decent pickup going forward definitely yeah. um, especially against Leicester who are struggling to score right now can imagine a lot of Spurs goals in this one Will Same. Harry Kane 16 goals in his last 13 appearances against the Foxes mm. yummy Leicester um, got their first clean sheet in 6 games against Villa um <laughs> Uh, and Schmeichel, interesting stat, has got a plus 5.3 XG prevented. Blimey. Well done. Well done, Casper. Um, quick Reddit question for you guys. Hit How me. much game time is Lookman getting over the next few weeks? Worth a punt given the two doubles? Definitely. I mean, Leicester have got arguably um, the most fixtures from now until the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'd definitely be picking up Lookman. I've actually gone for Lookman. He's second on, he's second on my waivers for this week. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Well, they've got Everton and Norwich coming up, followed by Watford and Chelsea, and then Southampton. Decent pictures for some Talking goals. Talking about Le- Leicester defenders as well. Yeah. Amati, Luke Thomas, uh, James Justin. Mm. Can we think about Dewsbury Hall, maybe? Uh, Potentially. I mean, he yeah, plays no. all the minutes, but we his, his output. Yeah. I mean, if you want some two points, yeah, get go in. for it. Go for it. Big pieces, little pieces, masterpieces, pieces, pieces. And this week on Reese's Missing Pieces, we are going for Adamel Luckman. Um, hey. He's returned 20 points in his last four games. Um, and if you look at Leicester's fixtures, they got two double game weeks, playing against Everton home, Norwich home, Watford away, and Chelsea away. So I'm thinking Leicester need a little bit of output. He's, mm. got, he's getting their goals, he's getting their yeah. assists. He's the one to pick up, and I think he's going to get the points with Leicester. I'm going to show something. Vardy coming back as well. But that's it. If you're missing out on someone and you need someone, Adam Miller Luckman. Moving on, let's go to Everton against Chelsea. Chelsea boys? Yes, sir. How you feeling? Sombre mood, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, our league sort of aspirations just a bit flat now. It's just about securing that third place. I mean, our, our whole season is just kind of leading up to the FA Cup final now. So... Don't even know what to say, really. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. He looks so dejected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, James and Rudiger back in trading. That'll boost us. Mm. Uh, obviously, we got hammered by you lot last week with quite a rotated side. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we should have enough to beat Everton, I'm sure. Do, do you think... Um, I know you've struggled at Everton in previous years. And mm. then I'd say they are one of Chelsea's bogey teams. And they obviously need three points desperately. Do you think Rudiger's head's also going to be... Right there for Chelsea, or do you think obviously with it's this news? It's a good question, news, it's a good question especially with all the sort of media hype around it. I, I think he's professional enough to block that out. It might be affecting the likes of Chris Denson, who's going to be moving to Barcelona, 
But I back Rudiger to continue good form. Considering Chelsea are about to play Man United, what are your, what's your expected lineup for the following game against Everton? Um, I expect to see Chalaba playing. Oh, really? And I expect to see Malang Sar playing as well. We've got three more games. Malang Sar, really? Oh, after well, that horror not, show. Well, yeah, but like you said, Charles, we sort of solidified third place already. Yeah. And with three more games after D- United... Depends if we win tonight. At time recording, we've got Man United in an hour. Yeah. Depends if we win tonight. Three more games um, before that FA Cup final. I just mm. can't see Tuchel playing his first 11 throughout those whole three games. Yeah. So I do expect to see Chalaba and Saar come back in. Bear in mind, for what seems like the first time in about half a year, we actually have a break next midweek. We don't have a game for... <laughs> For about another six days, which never happens with us. But you know, if Malang Sar Chalabur are knocking about, you've got Wolves and Leeds. I think a lot depends on this Man United result today. I think if we win, yeah. then expect sure. maybe a little bit more rotation for this yeah. Everton. Everton, Everton wise. Um, I think they showed signs of improvement. Well, yeah. in all honesty, yeah. against Liverpool looked more solid. Uh, good showing by Anthony Gordon. Great yeah. player as well. Yeah, yeah really well. Um, Should have had a penalty, obviously. Yeah. But uh, you know, obviously. Liverpool always get decisions. So. Um, just going back to Chelsea, quick, sure. you will. Name who's free that Reese spotted earlier. My today. number one, Christian Pulisic. Yeah, I, I let him go quite. Yeah, I know. Recently. And then he scored. I yeah. know. Got the winner on the Sunday Charles effect. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Would you consider picking him up, Charles? Depends if Werner's gonna sort of continue his moment in this Chelsea side. Just, just continue to start and score. Quite an abject performance against West Ham. Realistically, with Werner, he only needs two shockers, and then he's out of the team again. Mm. And it's just the next the next sucker on the left wing. <laughs> so it, it could be Pulisic. Yeah. Again, I think a lot depends on tonight's game. Mm. The reason why I said Saar as well, Will, I just can't imagine Alonso starting the next four games in a week and a half yeah. and then the FA Cup final. Mm. So someone else is going to have to start left back. Malang Saar, watch out for those Chelsea defenders on the waiver wire. Moving on to Newcastle against Liverpool. Um, massive Merseyside derby win for Liverpool. Yeah, really big performance from them. Um, but going on to Newcastle, Liverpool, Will, me and Reese were saying earlier, could see a little bit of a slip up here. I was thinking that In too. all honesty, early kickoff, Newcastle won their last six games at St. James's Park Yeah. Um, and picked up the second highest points in the league this mm. calendar year. I know. Uh, this is a really tough game for Liverpool. Massive game. And I, like, I do think this could be their slip-up, but if they do squeeze yeah. through, it's like a 2-1 or just a one niller. I think this shows that Liverpool are there for that quadruple, yeah. unfortunately. Early kick-off the, the weekend after a Wednesday night Champions League fixture. I think if they come through this, they just, they've just proven... They're unstoppable. They can, yeah, they can win in yeah. any situation. Yeah. yeah, Jota definitely starts this as well, mm-hmm. having yeah. not started midweek. Um, I'm not sure about Firmino, who's just coming back from an injury. Yeah. I, I just um, don't think Firmino gets in the team anymore. No. no. So, so I've noticed Kanate starts the Champions League games yeah. and then Matip starts the Premier League Which games. Which I'm loving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Charles, you picked up Guimaraes? I did. I did. And quite reluctantly admitting to this, but <laughs> scored a goal against Norwich away. Fantastic. Yeah. But if you look at Newcastle's next few games, yeah. Liverpool at home, City away and Arsenal at home. Mm. So I was considering trading him away whilst his value is high. I like that. Yeah. Joe Linton as well, two goals. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Wait till next season when he's transformed into a midfielder. I think just general <laughs> advice for Newcastle players, you know, their stocks are going to be quite high after that thrashing of Norwich. Yeah. But, you know, as I've said before, they're not fighting for their lives. They've got a very difficult run in. Mm. Trade them away whilst they've got value. Yeah. Mm. Because they're talk- just not going to pick up any points against this with this run in. Can we talk about Matt Target as well, Will? Yeah. Ever since I put him on my wave wire, 17 points in the last wow. two game weeks. Where's my praise? It's time for Target. <laughs> yeah, it what? is time for Target. 
But like Charles said, I am trading him away. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, let's go to Southampton against Palace. James Ward Prowse Reese. He's just brilliant, isn't he? He just is. I mean, give him a chance from 35 yards out and he's going to whip the top in. A little bit irrelevant, would you start from England? Yeah. World Cup. Just give him that set piece, like, option. If Ollie was on the podcast, he'd be screaming yes. So uh, I'll say yes for him. Rice and Ward Prowse. <laughs> As a Welshman that wants England to fail, <laughs> um, I wouldn't want James Ward Prowse because I think yeah. his output from set pieces mm. with England's absolute donkey in the back. <laughs> They're going to get great chances and massively bun- outperforms his XG yeah. as well. His XG yeah. is just below four, 3.94. Yeah. And he scored nine goals this season, which for a central midfielder is a great return. But moving on to Palace, Mateta. My boy, yeah. not scoring goals. <laughs> He's got an awful haircut and he just can't put it on the back of the net. <laughs> I think towards the end of the season, you've got to like find these mid-table sides yeah. who are who are becoming increasingly defensively solid. I think Palace fall into that yeah, bracket. Yeah, definitely. I think it was Wolves sort of in the mid-season. Mm. Obviously, your Chelsea's, your Liverpool's, your Man City's. Defenders are going to be picked up there. So if you're looking for a little little points burst, yeah. I, and I do the think... the season, I pick up your Palace defenders. I think with Palace, I think they've got something to prove. And I know they've yeah. lost in the semi-final to Chelsea in the FA Cup. They've had a bit of a... I thought it was an entertaining nil-nil against Leeds at home. But I think they've got something to show now. They've got this got to push for a top-half finish. Yeah, they're a young team coming through. I think they're going to create chances. Conor Gallagher getting about busy and I think chances will come so those players Elise, Eze I mean hopefully Mateta also going, going forward Palace have got Watford at home Villa away who are struggling to score goals and then Everton away so it's games Houston. where they can get the goals United at home they, they don't score either yeah, exactly. I would pick up your Palace defenders Palace defenders to mention Will Tyreek Mitchell's picked up a knock I would know having been an owner of him yeah. so Joel Ward started at left back and oh. I presume he'll start the next couple of weeks who's at left slotting back. in at right back Nathaniel Klein yeah. wow that's a blast wow. Yeah. Nathaniel that. Klein is it 2015 again <laughs> get him in um, quick question would you rather have Zaha or James Will Prowse on your team <sighs> Zaha. Zaha Zaha yeah Zaha I mean it was a cracking battle wasn't it against Luke Aylin mm. um, and I do think he's going to pick up a couple of goals and assists yeah yeah. Uh, moving on to Wolves against Brighton. Charles, last week we um, queried whether Trossard would would come through, and uh, and he did. Yeah, I mean, pff, what a player! Well, he seems invigorated um, by the formational change. He's mm. playing now number ten. Was effective in that left wing back role. But I think he's back in his best position now. Yeah. Last, last three games, he's got eight points, 11 points, and then seven points. Graham Potter magic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Welbeck as well, Reese. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, will his hamstring give up? But uh. <laughs> I, I think this is a really interesting game, actually. I think it's a nice clash of styles. And I think both teams are secure and both teams want to show something. So I think it could be a good game. Welbeck might get a goal. Wolves have leaked a couple of goals recently, but... It could be a good chance to Welbeck. get Welbeck in. Welbeck started the, uh, the four of the last five, and in his last three, has an XG of two point six nine. Wow, it's decent. Well back. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm quite um, liking the look of some Brighton defensive pickups Mate, here. Mate, I've got this here. Go on, Henry. right? So they've got Wolves obviously next, then United, Leeds, and West Ham in their final four. All teams with not a lot to play for. Will mm. so you could look at picking up maybe Lewis Dunk, who is free yeah. in our league. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't pick up Lamptey, obviously, like we said, a bit inconsistent with the amount of minutes he gets. But Cucurella, obviously, Veltman, 
um, definitely some Brighton defenders to pick up. As a Sanchez owner for since week one, I'm telling you, they do not keep that many clean sheets. <laughs> like everyone seems to have this kind of like depiction of Brighton as being defensively solid. I'm not saying they leak a lot of goals, but they just never keep clean sheets. A bit like West Ham. Moving on to Wolves, though, they've been really poor recently keeping clean sheets. Honestly, I, since I, you said I, it, Henry. Yeah, I know. Well, no, well, I, I said it quite a long time ago in the <laughs> season. But uh, no, I did bank on uh, Semedo and Bolly in my team, and yeah. having them both start against Burnley away um, has cost me. Mm. To be fair, I feel like both of these teams are on the beach. Well, gonna yeah. have to say it's that old cliche. Uh, Brighton two 0 up, and then to concede two against Southampton, finish two two, mm. ruin the lump job as well. It's oh, just, I, I feel like both of these teams, um, they're not fully on it. So yeah. it's a bit. It's a bit tricky to try and predict how this game's going to go. Wolves fixtures coming up as well. Chelsea and City. Oof. And then they got Norwich at home, fair. And then they finished the season with Liverpool. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Couple so, of, um, couple of uh, Pearsons coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to United against Brentford. Breaking news. United Redford. Breaking news from sports correspondent Charles Orchard. Rav Rangnick announces Austria national team manager, but will continue his Man United consultancy role until 2024. Mm, bizarre. How bizarre. will that affect the dynamic of the dressing room, Will? I mean, I, I was only going on this morning about how I think Rangnick's appointment will pay dividends for Man United. I think, you know, having someone to ease Ten Hag into the managerial role, explain, OK, we need to do this, we need to do mm. that to sort of like have him on the ground running when he arrives he's in Austria but, and, and he's, he's in, Austria. in Austria that's his priority <laughs> and, and he's just going to be a consultant rather than a director of football yeah who've, it's, it's who've, baffling. who've Austria got in their Nations League do we know off the top of my head no <laughs> <laughs> but keeping this within the Prem here yeah. um, United players you've got to stay away from them right now Sancho, Maguire Shaw, Pogba and Cavani all out well yeah Rough. One one Wan player Bissaka's that is a, a doubt as well. He's not starting against Chelsea today. Mm. One player that is free will in our league, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, mm. I mean he's a guaranteed starter. I did this a couple of weeks ago, and it's just he doesn't look good enough right now. And I love I love him. He's a great player, but I think there could be quite a few goals in this game though. Will. Yeah, definitely. Ivan Tony on fire, six goals and two assists in his last seven mm. outings. Looking at Embuemo as well. Yeah, especially considering United have the fourth worst expected goals against in the last month. United, Man Jesus. United in the whole league. But yeah, as you said, uh, Henry, Brentford playing really well right now. Mm, really well. I mean, Pinnock is out with an injury. Uh, so he sped Ayer and Pontus Janssen, Pontus Janssen to yeah. start for them. Would you would you back some uh, Brentford defensive performances in this one? Uh, yes, in this one. But then having looked at their fixtures sort of after this, um, I'm not so sure. Really? Um no, uh, I let <laughs> I let go of Rico Henry, right. but I don't know why I let go of him. <laughs> Southampton, <laughs> home Everton away, Southampton, Everton, Leeds. Yeah, why have I done that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brentford have got some great fixtures coming up to finish the season. Yeah, as you said, Southampton at home, Everton away, Leeds at home. Yeah, Brentford's certainly having their moment. They start the season really strongly and then faded away, faded away and come back, and yeah. they're just picking up their form again. Good. Get your Brentford players in. I th- I fancy them to get a result at Old Trafford. Really? Definitely. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling they're going to do something as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So Brentford defensive players pick those up. Well, who started the back for United then? Tellez, Lindelof, Dallo, and Varane. Exactly. Yeah. And Varane. Oh. Shaky. I Shaky mean, they're, they're, they're so weak in midfield. They've got Matic and McTominay starting tonight. <laughs> Alanga will start as well. Alanga starting. Yeah. yeah. I've dropped him. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know why he picked him up. Really. Well, he got one goal in Atletico Madrid, and I thought, oh, yeah, here we go. It's a keeper error. It's like, oh, this is a new Rashford. <laughs> he's, he's rubbish. He's bad. Moving on to the other side of Manchester, it's Leeds against City. <laughs> All right, we've got Pep Roulette here. Charles, our resident City expert. Indeed, yeah. So, Diaz returning from injury, but played the full 90 against Real Madrid midweek. Do I expect to start here? Probably not. No. But Stones came off injured. He did. Oh, I know. So, perhaps Pep will have no choice. Laporte seems to be the mainstay in the back four, and I've got him. And I've, again, I think he'll start. But, yeah, maybe Pep might not have a do choice. Wanna, do you want to know who's stopping my waiver this week? Nathan Ake. Ake. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. I was going to say Nathan Ake right. as well. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Really got, good. He's got to be up there. He's got to get a start here. And he's like, like you're a Zinchenko owner. No, no. unfortunately not. Zinchenko as well could get some minutes. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, he played He played in midweek, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think he did a bad job, but Cancelo suspended. 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 So Cancelo definitely start this game. Yeah, and that's yeah, why you had Fernandinho yeah. out there, didn't you? Getting nutmegged every opportunity and mm. burnt. Yeah. But it's just I, so difficult to predict their attackers. Yeah. Yeah, well, going back, sorry, if we can just go back to that defence quickly with yeah. Ake and Laporte. Mm. I know Pep doesn't like to play two left at the centre-halves, but does but he have no still left, uh, Ake left-back, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cancelo right You back. said it's difficult to predict their attackers. However, Sterling didn't really get much minutes against Madrid, and Grealish got none. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think both of them start against so Madrid. And, and start. one trend, if you can call it a trend, with predicting the City lineups. For away matches in the Premier League, they always start Sterling and he always returns points. One quick Reddit question. Gundogan or Grealish for this week? If you could only have one. I, th I think yeah. by I definition, think both, Grealish. 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 I think they both start though. Yeah. Because yeah. Gundogan didn't get any minutes in midweek, so they definitely both start. I'm going Gundogan. Grealish done nothing. Mm. Yeah. 100 middle for what? <laughs> God. Um, City and Leeds. And a slick haircut. <laughs> City and Leeds have double game weeks next week. Uh, one to look out for. And in other big news... Rafinha is on long throws, everyone. Oh, well, you, nice. that's a big threat with Dan James up top. Yeah. How are you looking at that trade now, Charles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's some other big news, Will, as well, to do with Leeds. Ready? Patrick Bamford returned to training this no. week. No. Yes. Oh, my what? gosh. Been reading Jesse Marsh's uh, press conference Biography. quotes. Yeah, it's been a long week, <laughs> mate. But, um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him play the last couple of weeks. Bamford. I know. Keep an eye out for that one. Good racing weather at Aintree, and more than a quarter of a million people are here to see the biggest event of the chasing tunnel. This week on... Henry's Lump Jobs. Can't lie, Will, this segment's a bit in the mud, mate. Yes, sir, <laughs> we're still 20 quid up for the year, but at one point we're offering better returns on the banks. Can we stay in the green with four weeks to go? Let's find out. Yes. We're hoping to get back to winning ways, starting with this naughty 7-1 treble. <laughs> we start with the early kickoff at Toon 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 Army, and we're backing Liverpool and both teams to score in this game. Mm. Bruno on fire currently with three and three goals for Newcastle, but LFC look unstoppable. I think even with some rotation, LFC will still expect to win, but expect goals in this game. Nice. The second selection, we turn to Villa at Villa Park, hoping to relegate their former boss in Norwich and uh, hopefully to send the Canaries down and never come back up again. And uh, finally, we go to the London Stadium where West Ham will be off the back of uh, their first Europa League tie against Frankfurt. They have not won a Premier League game after a Europa League game um, this whole season. And uh, therefore, we're back in Arsenal, who are in good form under Mikel Arteta to win this London mid-off derby. Right. That treble returns 7-1. to one, 
and we're going to stick with five pounds to hopefully <laughs> just cling on to the green for the rest of the season. Thanks, Henry. Um, moving on to Villa against Norwich. Um, Reese, one goal in the last four for Villa. Yeah, it's pretty dire, isn't it? And especially mm. with me having Danny Ings up top. Um, <laughs> my, my front three is awful, isn't it? What is it? Danny Ings, Mateta and Iheanacho. Um, Why'd you bet? I mean, I've, I've got Broja, Lacazette. <laughs> I've got a reason to be optimistic though, Will, okay. about uh, Villa. Yes, they've not won in their last five. Yes, they've only kept two clean sheets in their last six, Will. Mm. But all of those games have been close with only one goal in them. And they kept a clean sheet in their last game against Leicester. With that in mind, this baller is screaming out to me. Ready? Who is it? Ashley Young. Played against Leicester in the 0-0 draw. With Lucas Dean still out until the middle of May. Do not expect Dean to come back into the team until then. Ashley Young will start those games. Back-to-back double game weeks for Villa after this week too. Isn't he a midfielder in the game? No, he's a defender. defender. Shut the front door. That's why he's top of my waiver wire, Charles. Are you not concerned about the upcoming fixtures or after this Norwich game? I mean, they've got Liverpool, Burnley, who are fighting for points. And then they've got City. They've got Man City. I was looking at more at Burnley. but, um, (laughs) But no, I think, yeah. No, I'm getting Ashley Young in, even if it's just for this game week. Yeah, against yeah, Norwich for sure. Um, Norwich wise, Pookie, 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 Pookie. I mean, Any they questions? didn't even they didn't even start Max Aaron's against Newcastle, yeah. who would probably be the only other attacking output that yeah. Norwich would have had. One quick thing: um, Villa could relegate Norwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. could Villa do the deed badly the twice yeah. for Dean Smith, yeah. sack him, and relegate him in the same season? Oh God, that's horrible Juicy. stuff. That's Wat- horrible. Watkins managed 12 points in this reverse fixture and Jacob Ramsey had a brace. Let's go. So Oof. We're Keep hoping for a bit them. more of the same. So it's a type of game where Coutinho finally turns up after yeah. sort of four or five game weeks. Mm. I've always maintained he's a bit of a luxury player. He'll blank for four or five games, mm. but then he'll get you a double-digit call. Yes. So, um, moving on to Watford against Burnley. Watford against Burnley, Henry. I love this game. <laughs> this, this is a definition of a six-pointer, Will. Um, I'm really looking forward to it as a Veghorst owner. Sure, you are, Reese, as a Connor Roberts owner. Hey, the Crane and Cafu is back. I don't know. I think Roy is already looking at his second retirement. Well, 50th retirement. <laughs> I think he's done. And Watford have been useless. Yeah. And I think Burnley have got a bit of life in them since they've sucked. Since they sacked Sean Dyche, they've been looking like a decent team. So. What a masterstroke. Yeah. I mean, you look at Burnley's remaining fixtures as well, it can be argued that they'll concede the least amount of goals towards the end of the season, Will. I, I mean, yeah. Villa, Spurs, okay, but then Villa again and Newcastle. Like, I think Burnley are going to be really solid at the back. And then considering that, obviously maybe drafting in Connor Roberts, yeah. James Tarkovsky, mm-hmm. and maybe at a stretch, Nathan Collins. There's always a time in every fantasy season I think every player goes through where they look at Burnley and they go, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Could just get some Burnley defenders yeah. in. What can go wrong? I mean, <laughs> I mean, interestingly, they've had two games since Sean Dice got sacked. They've kept two clean sheets. Yeah. I mean, where's that come from? Spe- speaking of Watford, though, well, Kuka Hernandez out. Yeah. So not great for them. Expecting a front three of João Pedro, Saar and mm. Dennis, who returned some attacking Ooh. output against City. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. But what one thing to mention about Burnley here, they lost to Norwich, right, a couple of weeks back. They did. When they were in charge of possession, dominating the ball. And when Norwich sat back against them, they didn't like it and they ended mm. up losing the game. So maybe when there's expectation on them to win this game, maybe they, they might, might come fold, unstuck. Perhaps. Um, just a quick question from Reddit. Should I ditch uh, Shah 
to pick up for a Burnley defender, a Villa defender, or a Palace defender? Well, going off what you've already just said previously one minute ago, you've got to go for the Burnley defender, I'd isn't say it? Palace defender. Oh, good um, shout. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I completely um, forgot um, about that. Yeah, what we said earlier, I think Palace are sort of having their moment defensively. Yeah, if there are any knocking about. But yeah, Klein. Nathaniel Klein could be a shout. Yeah, yeah. Gehi and Anderson if they've not been picked up. And moving forward, uh, Watford have a double game week next week and Burnley have two double game weeks coming up. So um, definitely keep an eye on them this week. This week on Overland and Sea with Charles Orchard. Right, listeners, I don't half treat you, do I? Because this week we are in Spain. We are in Madrid. Yes, it's the home of Real Madrid for the Santiago Bernabeu. Time of arrival, of course. It's the 12th of April 2022 for a traumatising 5-4 loss on aggregate. The stadium itself does not need any introduction. With a huge 80,000 capacity and picturesque architecture, it's without doubt the most stunning stadium I've been to, even though the away end was up in the gods. Price for a pint. Brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because there is no alcohol served in the stadium. Yes, that's right. We had to go almost three sobering hours without a sip of warm Estrella. An absolute disaster from the Spanish. Home fans, absolutely awful. Not a peep from them until they scored. Their ultra section is just a small group of Spanish dads wearing all white. Their fans do not lay a glove on the mighty Atletico Madrid. Overall, it's an 8 out of 10. It's the iconic European ground to visit, an unbelievable experience, but no alcohol and a subpar atmosphere makes me think there are better grounds to visit for the overall experience. Join me next week on Everywhere We Go. We are down in the South Coast. We're at St. Mary's for the home of Southampton. See you then. Thank you for listening to Overland and Sea with Charles Orchard. Charles, who's let you down this week? I'm going to go Lacazette, just a, a fat zero. It's been another sparse week for me. I'm on a big losing streak at the moment. Don't we all love it? But yeah, it just, it just doesn't even get in the team anymore. Yeah. I think Lacazette's sort of had his moment. I think a couple of months ago, we were we were lauding him up, understandably, because mm. he was getting sense. in the team. He was picking up a lot of assists, occasional goals, he was on penalties. But that's just not the reality anymore. No, he's probably and done. And I'm looking to get rid of him, frankly. And so are Arsenal. Um, Reese. Who's let you down this week? My midfield and attack. Obviously, I got a point coming off the bench from one midfielder. So if we <laughs> if we count the seven players there, Neto, Pogba, James, Bowen, Iheanacho, Mateta, and Anthony Gordon coming on, four points from seven players. <laughs> that is <laughs> abysmal, and it's, wow. got, it's got me down big time. You have one. I'm a, I'd like to let all the listeners know that Reese won the league last year. He's not just some random bum. Yeah, yeah. He's a champ. Um, Henry, who's let you down this week? Nelson Semedo will. Despite my love for Burnley, disappointing to see Wolves lose to them, really. Yeah. Um, seems as though their players are on the beach. Mm. And uh, beware for picking them up for probably the season. Probably back in Portugal, aren't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, getting ready for the World Cup or something. <laughs> Who's that you done well? Uh, Huang, another Wolves player. Mm. Um, since uh, I traded for him, he hasn't done anything. So since game week 28, zilch. Uh, sort of bemuses me that you. Trade. Charles and yeah, Dan. Yeah, here it comes. I knew it was coming. Wang yeah. over Mateta. It still baffles me. Yeah. Charles, who's got you up this week? Lucas Fabianski. And there's actually a bit of an anecdote to go to this. <laughs> so me and Henry were at the Chelsea game. Jorginho steps up for a penalty. And I was like, even if he misses, I've got Fabianski in my, <laughs> in my fantasy. So I won't be that upset. 
and he saves it. So he's got me a grand total of 11 points, which is a third of my total score. Yeah, I saw that. I, whenever, whenever keepers <laughs> save penalties, they are guaranteed massive. three bonus points. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Mm. It's just guaranteed. 11 points. Can't argue with that. Brilliant stuff. Reese, who's got you up this week? Christian Romero. Nice. Yeah, no, bit of a surprise in my tone there. He's picked me up nine points when I've only got 23. So, you know, over a third of my points in one player there. <laughs> it's a great pickup. Yes, not decent that is. And I'm, I'm happy with my defence. That's where we're at. Henry, who's got you up this week? Matt Target will. 17 points in the last two game weeks. Waiver wide pickup, as you know, a couple mm. of weeks back. Um, Newcastle on fire. Hold tight. Will, who has got you up this week? I'm going for, this is a complete change of tune for me, but, and I never thought I'd say this, but it's Trossard. Get in. Wow. I love it. I number love one, it. Number one hater of him earlier in the season, but I've got him at the right time. Um, I don't think it will last because this is how these things get. This is how these things work out. But um, yeah, Trossard this week. Charles, who is top of your waiver? Well, I think over the past hour, I've talked myself into into Nathaniel Klein. Yeah. But then, having heard Henry's confession of dropping Rico Henry, <laughs> I'm eyeing him up as well. Nice. I think I just because I'm I'm a bit like Henry. I have two Wolves players in my defence, and they're just not picking up those volume of clean sheets which they did in the winter period. So I'm looking to drop one of them. Mm. Tried to trade Connor Cody away for Emerson Royale, like we discussed last week. Mm. Didn't get a response. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking to drop one of the Wolves players and I think either, probably Rico Henry's going to be the one I pick up. Yeah, Reese, who's top of your waiver? Christian Pulisic. Mm. So I'm hoping, as Charles said earlier in the pod, um, Werner has a stinker. I do like Werner because he works hard, but I hope he has a stinker because yeah. I'm going to pick up Christian Pulisic and I need a midfielder to score some goals. So yeah. I think there'd be rotation in there anyway. I don't think you're even relying on a Werner stinker. I mm. think uh, Pulisic just started a couple games before the just, final. Just yeah, need some points to climb off the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry, who's top of your waiver? Oh, well, it was going to be Ashley Young. So <laughs> 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 he's got Liverpool and City in double game weeks. Um, no, I'm going to stick with Ashley Young. Ashley Young. I think clean clean sheet against Norwich. Um, look, see, these two are laughing. <laughs> all right. I think all three of you are laughing at my Mateta shout. Yeah, true, So wait true, for Ashley true. Young. Hang on. Mateta's done nothing for me. Yeah, you picked him up too late, mate. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. You, you picked him up. When... Will, who's top of your waiver? I'm going for Ake. It, might, uh, it may only be for one game, one game only, but in the title race that I'm in, I, I need a win wherever I can get it. Yeah, I cannot afford to slip up. Um, that being said, Pep will probably not even have him in the team on Saturday yeah, or Sunday. Yeah. So, um, but you never know, little catch and chuck. Yeah. Charles, what matchup are you looking forward to next week? Well, as we've just discussed with this Liverpool rotation policy, we think the go-to Champions League front three is going to be Mane, mm. Diaz and Salah. So I'm eyeing up my Jota, which has been, which hasn't done much in no. recent weeks, at Newcastle away. Yeah. And I'm going to back him to score specifically a headed goal, which he loves. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Where would where would you take Jota next year in the draft? Considering Ooh. Diaz. Depends how they kind of finish the season, Liverpool. But I'm guessing they're going to finish strongly, and it's going to be Diaz who's starting. Yeah. So I wouldn't take him as high. I think I took him in the second or third round. Mm. I must have. No, really? I did. I did. I That's took him really bad, early man. on. No, um, but I, I thought he'd he'd have been taken in the first round, considering how really, high he is in the points now. I, I yeah. took Bruno Fernandes in the first round. I remember. Wow. And he scored a hat trick on the first week. I'm like, yeah, I'm laughing. But you take you take Diaz over Jota next season, yeah. Yeah, still mm. think Jota goes in the first two rounds though. He still scores so many. I, points. I think I think when Jota starts, if Jota gets the game time that Diaz gets, he scores more points. Yeah, but Diaz is just, he's just such a good player. He's adds so much more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reese, what matchup are you looking forward to next week? 
I'm going to say Watford Burnley. <laughs> um, massive, massive match at the bottom of uh, the table. Just and as a football fan. <laughs> as a football fan and as a Connor Roberts lover, um, I'm feeling what a, goal. a clean sheet and minimum assist from the Crane and Calf who needed. Um, <laughs> and it's against a Watford team that have lost four on the bounce mm. and just look resigned to relegation yeah. where Burnley are battling. So that's the one I'm looking forward to. Reese, where are you taking Connor Roberts next year? Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> the reach is going to be well, so real. <laughs> um, fifth round. Yeah. Yeah, fifth round. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Henry, what matchup are you looking forward to next week? Not a lot of matchups for me to be excited for, Will. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go for Ollie Watkins at home. Nice. Uh, scored and assisted against Norwich last time out. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he can add to his dismal eight goals this mm. season in mm. the Prem. And Barry is man- his former manager. Yes. What matchup are you excited for, Will? Um, I'm going for Arsenal away at West Ham. I um, I think we're in hitting stride right now out of nowhere. Um, so this could completely backfire. But um, I've got Saka and Smithrow, and I've got um, and I've got Ben White and Ramsdale loaded up on the Arsenal players. And I think West Ham right now they're not going to be focused on us; they're going to be focused on Europe. Um, and yeah, so I'm expecting a lot of returns. Charles, what have you learnt this week? I think upon reflection, just to be a little bit more attentive to when some of my players aren't in the team anymore, and mm. I'll tell you what I mean by that. So Jota doesn't really start for Liverpool much anymore. My midfield of Jota, Martinelli, Sterling. Harrison, you know, half of those don't really start for their teams anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at Diaz on the bench, hasn't played for a few weeks. Lacazette doesn't start anymore. Broger, milk's gone stale there. Mm. And, you know, after a very good eight-week period for me where I was, where I kidded myself that I was in a title race, <laughs> I'm now on a top four battle with Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just be a little bit more attentive to those developments. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, Reese, what have you learned this week? I've learned that my defence and keepers are top table right. in a fancy aspect. Just need to find a gem of a attacker and midfielder in these last two weeks that will just push me over yeah. the 45-point mark to pick up a couple of three well points. Wellbeck, question mark? Wellbeck, question mark, is there for me. Um, I think I'd probably get him in instead of Dings because um, yeah. he's just been useless. And then <laughs> hopefully... Pulisic comes in and my missing piece so we yeah, we shall see Henry what have you learned this week I've learned to di- diversify my portfolio of players well yeah um, <laughs> very I've, progressive of you yeah. I like yes I've, I've concentrated heavily on the Midlands specifically Wolves <laughs> okay. and specifically Wolves defenders and so therefore Willy Bolly is getting dropped um, in exchange for Mr. Young Ashley Young <laughs> still the Midlands though yeah <laughs> well what have you learned this week i've learned that um a balanced team this is pretty you know this is pretty obvious but a balanced team beats star talent i um i played um the owner of gabriel jesus this week and mm. i thought uh, it's gone it's over it's all over but then i get my liverpool clean sheets in i get uh, i get trossard coming through all about sharing the load of the points and uh, i think i think touch wood i'm gonna win where would you be without those Liverpool clean sheets? I think we need an yeah, sorry, independent say- regulator yeah. for the league next year. What do you mean? Because that trade can't happen. It's not. You know it can't either. <laughs> Your smile. Listen, listen. Yeah, you say balanced team, yet you've got three Liverpool defenders. Yeah, yes. Li- no balance yeah, li- there. I'm mainly talking about Trossard and Saka and uh, Huang. Huang? Are no, you I'm dropping him, you know? All oh, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you're right there. You're right there. Maybe just get your Liverpool defenders in. That's it. <laughs> um, right, lads. Um, Charles? 
Thank you very pleasure, much. Will. Thanks for Reece. having me on. Absolute pleasure to be back. Henry. Cheers, Will. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, check out the Twitter at EWG underscore podcast. Um, good luck in your matchup this weekend. Hope the end of the season is going well for you. And we'll see you again next week. Bye.